this is Meyer speaking. How can I help you? I speak to Sean, please. Um, let me see if Sean's available. May I speaking? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay. And Joey, what is this regarding? I was just calling to uh, catch up, touch base. I met, uh, we met at a conference uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Great, Joey. Let me um, let me see if he's available. Do you mind if I place you on a brief hold? Not a problem. Thank you. hold while I try to connect you. Moon Insurance Brokers, this is Sean. Can I help you? Sean, this is Joey Jingola. Uh, Joey! Never lacking for energy. What's up? Not much. How you doing, man? I'm great. What's going on? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. So that's been in the forefront in terms of what I've been doing, listening to a couple of our talkers. I've had some relationships with some realtors and mortgage people that I've, you know, got dribs and drabs of farls here and there. So um, this year I'm trying to get a couple of them to be more on a consistent basis. There's nothing wrong with consistency. That was my good buddy, Sean Mooney of Mooney Insurance Brokers in Devon, PA. And consistency, referral partners, all of those good things are important. Well, here's the thing, right? And you hear kind of, Sean, I've heard this quite a bit just, you know, over the years of, you know, I've, I've got a little bit here and there and, and it comes in. I got a couple guys and I'm dealing, you know, we're just, we sort of, you know, have, co- it's that sort of very casual situation and then all of a sudden it's hey wait maybe if i just again dedicated we got a little more focused on this dedicated myself to it and said you know what yeah i know these guys uh, there's there's way more possibility i just need to get more serious about making sure they know that i'm the guy that i'm the guy that that can you know deliver on this thing that i can you know make sure things things happen there's obviously ways to do that we're certainly going to get to that here in a second but you know it's it's this reluctance to even i guess sort of say like this is a a primary way in which we acquire new business and you know he's he's just got you know again this is not news this is not you know anything but again there's i think i think there's 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 plenty of of folks that don't just again well we've got a couple relationships and then somehow that feels satisfactory and you know maybe you get one or two a month or you know however many but dedicating yourself to a, a fine-tuned process. Of course, there's plenty of buzz around the industry of new and maybe innovative ways that this happens. Um, and we can talk about that. But figuring out your own sort of process and system and how you're going to do it is really important because really all they need to do is like you more than the next guy. And you just got to tell them, what the next step is. And I think it's possible. Number one, that they already have the, the relationships there for some of them. So now it's just actually getting a program in place. We like each other. We talk. We do a good job for them. Now it's taking the next step. So up to this point, it's been foreplay. I mean, you said it, not me, Sean, but, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with, you know, foreplay, obviously, but eventually, you know, someone's either going to fall asleep or just get frustrated. And, you know, that's the challenge with, you know, committing to that process as, you know, Sean was, was alluding to. And this is the thing I don't, I don't have any sort of statistics to back this up. Uh, but you know, this is something that, you know, anybody that I've talked to that is focused on this, there, there's never really any sort of, I mean, not again, not anybody, but you know, I can, I can think of at least seven or eight agents right now that I have, you know, talked to in detail about, you know, what they do and how they do it with the mortgage broker referrals. And it's always defined on that referral partner's kind of agenda, their time their It's, it's always about the way that they want to handle it. And okay. I can maybe be talked into that, but you know, ultimately what can you do to further that process along, make it easier, um, streamline it, automate it maybe, and, uh, really just kind of get them introduced into that process. Right. And this comes down to having a very you know, intimate understanding you know, of maybe, I don't know if it needs to necessarily be as specific to each individual referral partner. I don't know if it needs to be that specific, but I would imagine there's a, a couple of, let's think about it this way. Let's think about it this way. Here we go. Uh, if you were to, you know, create, we'll say buyer personas, fancy, you know, marketing term for your realtors and mortgage brokers. And I'm assuming they fit into, you know, maybe two or three, maybe five overall buckets, right. And creating a process that suits their needs, or at least identifying the handful of of kind of personalities and just overall ways of doing business that work with your agency and, and targeting those people and saying, you know, listen, we get along, we jive, we like each other, things are going great. And, and continuing to build out that process, that system of, of identifying those specific needs, talking in that specific language and, uh, you know, matching the tones, right? Um, again, maybe that's a little too specific. Maybe that's a little too picky. Maybe you don't have, that many people in your insert city, town, county, whatever. Um, but it's something to think about, just something to think about. You know, if you, if you wanted to, again, maybe classify those, those people, those, those, those referral partners in specific buckets, market to them as if they were again, you know, just B to C if you will. Right. And treat them like, you know, you just want to know, and you have those personas, you have the ideas of where they hang out of how they like to do business. And then where the automation comes in, you know, again, it's just giving them the easiest way. How can you reduce as much friction as possible to get that business over to you? Other than saying, Hey, go talk to my, go talk to my guy, Steve, or go talk to my guy, Sean. I guess we're talking about Sean here. So I might as well use Sean's name. Go talk to Sean over here at Mooney brokers because, um, you know, he's the guy, he's my guy. He's good. He's going to get you outside of that. You know, that's, that's a lot of loose ends. That's a lot of things can happen between go talk to my guy and him actually talking to you, the guy. And, uh, and, and, you know, what can you hand to them in the moment that gets them further down the process? You know, what do you, what do you have available to you? Because it, there's a lot to be said with being obsessed with delivering value first. So I think it's just a matter of the conversation and kind of approaching them and finding out what value I can bring to them. I think is a good starting point instead of going to them and saying, hey, I want you to send me more business to kind of start the conversation as to how can I bring some value to you? How can I help you? And then in return, if I'm able to deliver on X, Y, or Z, then to, you know, kind of getting a shot at, you know, every client that they're dealing with, more or less. 
You mean your referral partners aren't waking up every morning and saying, how can I give Sean more business? That's not happening? No. Well, I mean, you got it, right? So then how, where is that value coming into play, right? How do you get a shot at all the business? That's not bad, right? You want a shot at all the business. And if you remember, I had my, my good friend, uh, Nikki Henley on, um, this was probably a couple months ago, man, what was the name of the episode? Uh, how to get all the business from your referral partners. Maybe I think that was the title. Um, and you know, she was doing something that was, was pretty interesting and, uh, she was really sitting down and saying, you know, she was getting to the point where she wasn't getting any of the business. She was quoting a lot. She was getting opportunities, but the, 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 the referral partner was sending business elsewhere. And, you know, Nikki had a good enough relationship with this person that she just requested a meeting, if you will. And, and they sat down and they really looked at what they were ultimately, you know, ending up with what was winning the business. And, you know, Nikki said, yo, listen, this is, this is pretty crazy. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but you know, this is not a great policy. There's this, 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 and this, that you are probably in some way going to regret doing that or sending them this way. And, and then from then on, she got a lot more business, at least if I remember correctly, it was just a simple education process, right. To unlock it. Right. And that was, that, that was it. That was one meeting to break down. Listen, I know what I'm doing. I'm the insurance person. And we maybe sometimes assume uh, a, a little too extensively across the spectrum of, of, of what those referral partners may or may not, not know about an insurance policy. And they just might be looking at the price or they might just be looking at some very small, you know, kind of sample of kind of bullet points in the policy that they, they aren't trained to really know what to look for and, and why somebody might be undercutting it. And, and again, thinking about how can you take that process, right? How can Nikki take that process? How can Sean, you know, look to augment that process into what he's doing, bring value to bettering their client's outcome, right? Making the deal happen faster, but ultimately getting, you know, the right policy in place. How can you then take that experience and then scale it out? So you can have those conversations at basically any time, right? You know, again, I'm thinking this is very simply put a video, right? Um, or, you know, like a video proposal, if you will, for a referral partner, again, just breaking down, just even asking them, Hey, what, you know, can I get a sample of, of what a, you know, a normal policy looks like that you're quoting from somebody else. And then again, you just go do a side-by-side -side comparison, educating them on the things that are important to know and look for. And, and, and again, there you're going to easily, if you can't sell away $20 difference in price on coverage, then my goodness, what are you doing in the first place? I that's a little too much, but I mean, I think, you know what I'm saying, right? If you can't, if you can't argue against a $20 increase on, on a, on a, uh, on the overall price of a quote based on, you know, better coverage or whatever. I mean, that's, that's pretty easy to see. Most people get that. They understand that, well, Hey, listen, all right, that makes sense. Why, why didn't and this immediately put you in the position of value and power because you've highlighted that thing that they should have been told and you win, right? You win all the time because you took the time to really just educate, to provide them with a better, better value, better resource. And that's just scratching the surface of all the value that you can potentially provide and, and what they're looking for. But, you know, for now, I think that that's fine, but it is exciting to think about, you know, if you were to just apply that consistency in a very, you know, targeted and specific way, what that might ultimately look like for the end consumer or, you know, the end referral partner and what the, the consumer might get, because then you can continually just crank up the volume on those people and have 
way more impactful one too many sales as opposed to beating your head against the wall with the one to one sale of that you know you insurance agent to the home insurance policy buyer but having way more impactful conversations with you insurance agent to referral partner that is going to then provide you multiple multiple streams of leads that's it that's it just way more consistency and a little more value Listen, it's all business today, folks. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, head on over to elevateconference.com. Brand new website up. Take a sneak peek at just the rough agenda of the outline of what we have planned, what's going on, what's in store, just all sorts of things. Working on some obviously very cool things um, from the speaker lineup standpoint. But if you want to get a feel for the vibe, the tone, the dates, the location, some of you don't know that. Just in case if you don't know, we're dealing with Nashville, Tennessee, May 31st through June 2nd. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a fantastic time. But head on over to elevateconference.com. We've got a nice recap video wrapping up all of the ongoings of Elevate 2019 in New Orleans. And, um, and again, just get a feel for that. It's, it looks fantastic. The, the design, love it. Just overall, the, the, the tone, the vibe, fantastic. It looks really nice. So just thought to let you know, hey, that's up, that's the thing, and uh, you should check it out. Uh, obviously, if you want to stay up to date, uh, not exactly sure when we're going to put tickets back on sale, but um, you can obviously request to stay in the loop, and if you're already on the newsletter, which you probably should be, you would definitely know when tickets go back on sale as well. But go check it out, elevateconference.com.